One, one, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever But as long as it's here Then we might as well shine together Better now than never Business before pleasure P. Diddy and the fam Who you know do it better Yeah, right, no matter what Be airtight So when you hear something Make sure you hear it right Don't make it a sad out of yourself By assuming our music keeps you moving What are you proving? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby Hug me, baby I'ma make you love me, baby Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke And that jealousy Hello, hello, hello. So the only thing left now is Bob for these cats. Episode 247. I'm a wing cause I'm too smart for these cats. While they making up facts, we waking up flat. In the commission, you ask for permission to hit him. He don't like me, him and wild wife, he was with him. You heard of us, the murderers, most shady. Been on the low lately, the feds hate me. The sun is they say my killing's too blatant. You hesitating, I'm in your mama crib waiting. Biggie Smalls, R.I.P. Biggie Smalls. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up? Episode 247 on the bitch ass nigga. <clears throat> Hello. Howdy. Good evening. What's up? How you guys been? It's been a week. Well, lots been happening. Let's just jump right into it. I don't have much time. I do have all the time in the world, but I don't want to spend... <laughs> A lot of time here. I want to get home and eat. I'm going to be very honest. My girl made some ziti, and I didn't eat before I left, but I went home, checked my dog, make sure everything's good, and I smoked a spliff in the bed, and I'm starving. I'm like, fuck, I have to do the podcast. <laughs> I got to do the pod. Then I can go home and eat. It's like crazy. But anyway, I'm trying to get to that. So <laughs> bear with me here. Uh, Chris Rock. Just talk on the elephant in the room. Chris Rock dropped his uh drop. He, he did his live special on Netflix, uh, entitled uh, "Selective Outrage." Uh, I think it was very good. To be honest with you, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think it was very good. I liked a lot of the jokes. Um. I mean, we all were waiting for it, you know? We were all waiting for it. And Chris gave it, he gave what we want. But, you know, we all came for the fuck shit. What happened, nigga? Talk about the wheel shit, right? So he gets to the end, and uh, that's when he pretty much went off on his Will Smith, if you want to say tangent, or his, uh, went into his Will Smith set, which uh, I found to be quite entertaining. Now, for me, I'm from the world of comedy. I enjoy direct and blunt controversy. Yes. Yeah. Like, nigga, if we go do this, let's let's fucking do it. Let's let's not sugarcoat shit, right? Let's just get right to it. Nigga, I, I got a problem with you. And this is how I'm responding. Now, Chris Rock is a comedian. Will Smith is an actor. Chris Rock's superpowers is his comedy, okay? Now, when you play with a comedian, you're playing with a person with superpowers. He gets the, the chance, right, to now go on stage and say things however he wants. 
And, you know, people want Chris Rock to, to be professional now. Like, I'm seeing things on Twitter. People are like, oh, Chris Rock is trash. How dare he call Jada Pinkett a bitch? Uh, okay. You, you can feel however the fuck you want. This is my comedy. If you don't like what I'm jo- saying, come, come on stage and tell some jokes. That's how you handle comedy. Now, if you want to make it physical, as he said, I'm not as big as Will, so I can't really, you know, tell Will, you come see me. But I can do this. And I can do this forever. Okay? And you can't stop this. And that's what people don't get. People that have strong voices, you be mindful of how, like, all that tough shit is cool, but unless you kill me, nigga, you're not going to stop me from talking. And I'm going to make sure you feel every word. All of it. Every word. And you're not going to tell me what to say either. You're not going to tell me how to say what I say. People think they could tell you how to be you. You can't fucking tell me nothing, nigga. We grown men. You can't tell me anything, nigga. My father can't fucking tell me shit. Who the fuck you think you is? You feel me? So I'm seeing people upset. And I'm seeing other people on the other end. like, it was hilarious. It was genius. And I had an actual clip of it that is now deleted. Of course it's deleted. Of course it's fucking deleted. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, it was, uh, it was good. Uh, his abortion jokes, pretty funny. <laughs> and, and I'm not laughing, like, in a bad way. I'm just saying, um, it was tired. It was funny. You know what I mean? People, it was funny. What do you want? It's a sensitive topic, but it's funny. And if we can't laugh at sensitive topics, then what the hell are we doing? Like, what is life about when you can't even joke about the serious shit? Um, a lot of the transgender jokes Chris Rock did, and I, I know what I hate. I'm going to just be honest. Oh, fuck all that. This is what I hate. I hate people acting like they care about the transgender community. Y'all have to stop this shit. When did we ever care about them? Like, when did they? When did? When did they get all this? Like, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm dead serious. Like, when? Since when did these niggas become so important to worry about? You know how much shit is going on in the world. I gotta worry about a man wanting to be a woman or a woman wanting to be. That's important to who? That's important to them. I don't care what you do with your dick or your vagina or whatever your life is. I don't care. Okay, people are abusing you because you, you, yeah, you look, you look weird. You look weird. I'm sorry. It's fucking weird. It's not normal. And we're just trying to like pass this shit off like it's normal. Some shit is just fucked up. That's one of them. Do you mean to tell me we're just accepting the sickness? This man wants to be a woman. He feels like he's a woman in a man's body. Are you fucking kidding me? Why do we care? I don't give a fuck about that. Stop forcing that on people. Stop. So when people get up there and joke about the shit, we're joking about it because of that. Since when was this important? And now it's like, oh, so we can't even make the transvestite jokes no more? That's over with? You can't talk about gays. You can't talk about... What the fuck is comedy? You can't tell people what they can and can't joke about. Some people find your shit funny. It's not funny to you to don't listen to it. Can't tell me what the fuck I can talk about, motherfucker. Publicly, maybe I should watch it, huh? Publicly, maybe you shouldn't say certain things publicly. I get that. You can incite riots and things of that nature. You can incite division in the room and people will be fighting. You don't want to do that. 
understand that. But if a, a person's content is not directly aimed to hurt, they can have an opinion. They want they, like people want to tell you what kind of opinion to have. You can't think anymore. You have to follow the status quo. You have to follow, stay within the guidelines of what society says to do. In the 90s, you could say the F word with freedom and they wouldn't do shit about it. Now, I, you can't even say that word. It's like you, and y'all know what the F word is, right? You can say nigga all day. They don't give a fuck about that. You can say nigga all day. Say the F word. I said that on the pod before. I'm not going to say it because I have friends that are like that, so I'm not going to disrespect my, that community. And I don't mean any disrespect to that community either. As I said, I don't really care what y'all doing. I don't hate anybody. So it's like, I understand people hate them, and that's foul. You shouldn't hate nobody. Leave them alone. Not, that, that's what I'm saying. Like For me, it's like people are bothering them. That's fucked up. I understand that. But as far as the, you know, they're switching up bathrooms now. Like, what are we doing? Our kids got to grow up in this shit. What are we going to, what am I going to tell my daughter when she go to the bathroom? We'll go, and it's some fucking six foot seven man in there in a dress, but he identifies as a woman. You can't, you can't be in this bathroom, dude. Hey, Steve, you forgot to shave. You look like a man today. Sorry you have a dress on and you feel like you're a woman. You're not. You all giving creep niggas a way to be bigger creeps. You're going to have pedophile men dressed in women's clothing in kids' ba- in bathrooms waiting for little girls to come. You know what? Let me shut the fuck up because they'll kill me. Let me shut the fuck up. Nobody thinks about that shit right now. Am I the only one that thought that? Whatever. Uh, Chris Rock, great job. I'm glad he got his shit off. The ending joke was terrible. The end joke, that wasn't good. That was terrible. Are we going to throw that in the tub? The end joke where he says, I don't, my mother taught me not to fight in front of white people. What are you, a fucking slave? What, 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 what the fuck was that supposed to mean? My mother told me don't fight in front of white people. What the fuck? Why are you making them superior? What are, what are you doing? I didn't like that. I didn't like that. What, what, what the fuck? Oh, don't fight in front of the white people. You sound, what are you doing? What the fuck is wrong with him? Anyway. Rolling loud. Rolling loud. Yeah, rolling some loud. All that. Y'all know it's the uh, festival. They have all the time. And um, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj was there with Wayne. Little Wayne was there. Nicki seemed to be having trouble with her, uh, the DJ, I want to say. Audio problems. But that was one issue, right? Now, that was one issue. The bigger issue was this. That line, that line that I came in here and trashed last week that stood out to me immediately. The, the, the blogs are trying to, to, to make sense of this, this, this Christopher Reeve thing. And I think Nikki used the Christopher Reeve line at one some point before another song. Christopher Reeve. It sounds funny. Like she loves this line. I don't know why she turns to this. But um Nikki was on stage, I guess, explaining this bum ass line. Like people, I, like I said on Instagram, people under 35 don't know who Christopher Reeve is. She's showing her age with these whack ass punchlines and these bars. The song is dirt, too. I don't know if anybody checked. A lot of people are quiet. Now, a lot of barbs are quiet. Anyway, 
Because I always used to get kicked back when I trashed Nikki. Especially from my boy Ish, she would always like have some 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 rebuttal. I'm like, bro, are you a barb? Anyway, this is Nikki on stage explaining this stupid ass line. horses. I said it's 700 horses when we fixing to leave. But I don't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeves. Let's go. Hey, Juice, fix my motherfucking mix. What the fuck is good? You know I don't get down like that when the president is in the building. You know when the fucking government is in the building, I gotta do this shit right. You know when your money in the building, the queen gotta show the fuck out. Who the fuck they thought was coming here? What are my mini knees? Who the fuck they thought was coming here today? Make some noise for yourselves. And they saying that was to Meg. If it was to Meg the Stallion, good job, Nikki. <laughs> Smart on Nikki's. Now you got to look at it from Nikki's side. Now, granted, now we're gonna take this to the jungle. If this was the jungle, Meg right now is looking like a, a wounded animal, and Nikki is one of the queens that's starting to deteriorate physically. He's getting a little older. And these young pups under her, they coming up this mountain. If she could pick that one off while she's wounded, saves her a lot of fucking work. A lot of work. And it keeps her on her pedestal longer. Right? Now, I understand her trying to eliminate May after all the controversy with Tori and Meg has been quiet. We ain't seen her since that whole, sh- since Tori went in, the- went in there. You know, Meg got all her shit back from Carl Crawford. He apologized to her and everything like that. So all of that's settled now. And she's been quiet. Now, here's Nikki coming out of nowhere. Weight gained, ice cold, trying to heat up for the maybe fourth time. This is about to be her fourth run. Now, I don't know if y'all paying attention. It's her fourth run trying to heat up no album. I'm just saying, right? So now on academics, <clears throat> they're trying uh, to break down this fucking bullshit line. So it says on May 27th, 1995, Reeve broke his neck when he was thrown from a horse during the equestrian competition in Culpeper, Virginia. The injury paralyzed him from the shoulders down, and he used a wheelchair and ventilator for the rest of his life. Now, people didn't understand. I ain't fuck with horses since Christopher Reeve. They like, who the fuck is Christopher Reeve? <laughs> who the fuck is Christopher Reeve? Nikki, that was terrible, man. We're gonna put that in the tub. Along with, you know what? Let me just stop. Stop. Because you never know who's gonna hit this shit. But um. Yeah. So that was rolling loud. Um 3-3. Mr. Corny, right, earns a hundred point hundred point three million in the film's worldwide opening weekend. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan. Creed three, big 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 opening weekend. Salute. 
Um, now, John Morant, my boy, my boy, damn. Damn, Ja. Oh, my God. It, it breaks my heart. I come in here and I tell niggas that John Morant is my favorite player. Oh, I, I put the man over Kyrie, and, I, and Kyrie, I apologize, you know? To Russell Westbrook, nigga, what the fuck going on, man? You on the Clippers now, and I, I think you just need to get out of L.A., period. You can't be there. Go to Oklahoma City. That is where you were good. Go back. Go back. Please go back to Oklahoma City. I don't give a fuck if they trash. You get over there with that young boy, Shaq Gilly. Y'all make it work. But anyway... John Morant. Oh, my God. The boy. Oh, shit. And I feel, I was telling my girl earlier, all my favorite basketball players let me down. The only one that never let me down was Mike. Sometimes I dream. He is me. Mike, Mike. This is why y'all will never hear me say somebody better than Michael Jordan. Nigga, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Anyway, all my favorite players let me down. It was Jordan first. He retired, and it was like, all right, he didn't let me down. He retired. He just, he just retired. Okay. He let me down when he came back to the, to the Bulls. But it wasn't a letdown because when he came back to the Wizards, it, that's, that's what I mean. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You, your last shot was perfect. You don't need to come back. But it was like, no. He's not coming back to win. He's coming back just, to, just for the love of the game. And when you seen that, seen that, it was like, okay, he just want to hoop. But, you know, if I want to hoop, I'm going to get paid. So as an adult, I get it. In high school, I didn't understand why Michael Jordan wanted to come back until the Wizards. Like, nigga, I just own the team. I just, it's easy. I don't got to fucking... I, we suck. So if I, could, if I could play on my team, it's kind of that's kind of hard. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of hard. Like, damn, my team is ass. I'm the greatest player ever. I should fucking play for these niggas. You know what? I, I am. I'm going to play. Hey, I'm going to come back. I'm going to play two years with you bum-ass niggas. And if y'all don't learn shit, I'm out. And a damn if Michael Jordan didn't go and buy the Hornets. What a life. This guy's awesome. You got to think about that. So, Michael, you didn't let me down. Allen Iverson, you motherfucker. He let me down, man. He let me down. After the MVP season, Allen Iverson started wilding. Started wilding, man. This girl, fucking cops at his crib, said he was beating, pistol whipped this girl. All types of shit was happening with AI. And then the Sixers was making me beat in the playoffs first round. We were just in the finals. Let me down, man. Then he got traded to the fucking Nuggets. And then from there, he went to Detroit. And I'm like, they traded a- Allen Iverson to the Pistons? This is a fucking Hall of... This is Allen Iverson. And then he went to the Hawks. Oh, hey, I, yo. Then he went back to the Sixers. And then he said something was wrong with him. He cried. He retired again. No, yeah, whatever. Then, then it was Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, I loved from Texas. The man, that skinny nigga there, can fucking play. And he get to the NBA, he's gonna be something. And I was right. Kevin Durant was the man from day one in the NBA. Slim Reaper, my dog. I played, especially back in the day in two K when you had OKC and you had a Westbrook and Westbrook, Harden, and and Katie. I niggas couldn't fuck with me, man. Katie was my boy. It was my, he was my young dog. He was my guy. And then he went to the Warriors. Broke my fucking heart. 
looking, I said, okay. You know, Kyrie Irving, my young boy, loved Kyrie's game from day one he came in the league. But now Braun is in Cleveland. Kyrie, you got to be pinned at that shack. And boy, was he. Kyrie stepped up. Got his first shoe dropped. Had all his fucking shoes, man. I love Kyrie Irving still to this day. He's one of my, my, one of my favorite players currently. But Kyrie started talking this flat earth shit. Kyrie, you broke my heart. What, that, what the fuck is that? Kyrie, what are you doing, man? And since, and since he did that, they've been bothering this man. They've been bothering Kyrie ever since he did that. And they're just looking at him like, wait, what? You flat earth? Is this thing serious? They try, they've been setting my boy Kyrie up to fail since then. I mean, he wanted to be traded from Cleveland. Right? They took it personal. They sent him to fucking Boston. Of all places. Now, granted, they were good. They were a contender. But people didn't understand what they really did. When they sent Kyrie to Boston, it looks great on paper, right? But then you get to the city of Boston and you understand the fans and the people of Boston. Very racist fucking city. You got Kyrie Irving, a proud pro-black man, in a racist fucking... Come on, it didn't work. So now when Kyrie goes to Brooklyn, right, he gets there. He's hurt for the first little while. He comes back. He's good. He's playing. KD's there. He, he missed the first year because he's had the torn Achilles. We got him, though. He's here. Kyrie doing his thing, and then it comes 2020. Kyrie, you got to get vaccinated. Oh, I ain't doing that. You what? Nah, I ain't fucking with that. The media destroyed him. Every day they tried to... every every. It, Stephen A. Smith had a vendetta to destroy Kyrie Irving. When Kyrie let me down, it was when he he kind of like, after he did the tweet and everything and they told him all this shit to do, he did it. And I was like, I would have never did that because I, I didn't do anything wrong. I would have had y'all just suspend me. I would have never... Went and spoke to no, no Jewish people. What the fuck did I do? What did I do? I'm not talking to these people. I lost my Nike deal. I did all of this. Y'all put me through all of this. And then people are like, how could he actually be traded? Are you, are you kidding me? How could he actually be traded? Look what, look what New York did to him. All right, but fine. Kyrie, no, no, now we move on now. John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. One of the best young players in the league. Just got a bag from Nike. He's a max player. He's getting a lot of money. Comes from a good home. So we don't, so we think we don't know. I don't know this kid's life. But from the outside looking in, it's like, why, why are you doing this? So, for y'all who don't know, John Moran's from South Carolina. Right, it's the second pick overall in the draft behind uh, Zion Williamson, one rookie of the year, and he's been an all star and all this shit. So now John Morant's running around with, with the jury and liquor and uh, goons. You know he's doing the gritty. His team is winning. He's doing great. He's got a Nike shoe coming. He's dunking on everybody. Everything's looking good for John. You know, then starts this this like. I don't know. This thing happened where the Shannon Sharp shit kind of started it for me. Shannon Sharp has words with his pops. And, and that whole thing happened. And then since then, John Moran's kind of been in light negatively since then. And it's not because of Shannon Sharp. He didn't say anything. 
And Ja didn't respond to anything. There was, no, there was nothing there. But Ja kept doing shit after that. Story gets out that he beat up a 17-year-old, flashed a gun, right? That gets out. Fine. That all went to court and it got thrown out, whatever the fuck. So we fast forward now. I think it's pointing, to, pointing his entourage is pointing guns at, at the Pacers, at the Pacers bus or the coster, whatever the fuck it was. So after that, this motherfucker, John Morant, was on live with a gun, dangling some pussy ass little gun. My nigga, you're an NBA All Star. You, you're 23. You making more money than, than people could dream of. You got all this good happening for you. Why do you want to live negatively or be around negative shit or just do all of these ignorant things you're doing? But I don't think I don't think we really know, John. I think we misreading this kid because something's off. He had his father in his life, clearly. Father's at every fucking game. But we don't know his upbringing. We don't know his story. We don't know his life. And you got Paul Pierce defending him saying these things. But Paul Pierce, shut the fuck up, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Don't speak for him. Stop that shit. You are not even in the league. You're not anywhere near the NBA anymore because of your fuck-ups as a grown man. Stop. Don't even... You're not the person to give him advice. You're not. Let's just stop that shit. Leave him alone. I keep going on Twitter. I keep seeing Paul Pierce saying shit. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Was it you with strippers getting a haircut, smoking weed on live and lost your job trying to be a real nigga? You 50 years old. What the fuck are you doing? You can't tell this young boy nothing. You know who got to speak to him? Niggas that's like him. Young niggas that's in the NBA that's like him. People that's in the NBA that live like that for real, for real. So here comes Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson is really, really like that. <laughs> Steven Jackson played in the NBA, won championships with the Spurs. Steven Jackson, a very good NBA player, very good high school player. I think he went straight to the NBA from high school, if I'm not mistaken. He was also involved in the Malice in the Palace. So he knows about NBA construction controversy and all of this shit. He knows. So here's Steven Jackson. Yeah, I ain't got no experience with this situation. Right? I've made mistakes. I've made bad choices. It's about what you do after those bad choices, right? The only thing I would tell Jai, have the people around you that care about you and care about your job the way you care about it. Don't have people around you that care about your job because they care about what you're going to do for them. Have the people that around you that care about your job enough that they don't want you to lose it. They won't put you in a position to lose your job or everything you work for. That's the people you need to have around you. We all make mistakes. Understand this, Ja. Don't let nobody make you feel uh, like the world is over. You made a mistake, bro. Mistakes have been made. Everybody's made mistakes. But these same people are going to be the same people that if something was to happen to you and you didn't have a gun and somebody something happened to you, they're going to be the first people to say, damn. That nigga yeah. Shout out to Steven Jackson. Trying to give some words of wisdom and game. 
to John Morant. It's unfortunate. Uh, he's been suspended for two games. The Colorado uh, Police Department have given up their investigation, so that's over with. They're going to leave it be. So hopefully, every child, hopefully, you, you know, everything be all right, my boy. Now, what else is next? What else is new? Now, I've seen a story, right? With the, 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 the BET people. The BET lady and the BET man was fucking around. I ain't going to get into that because I don't really care. That's like old nigga news. What we all going to talk about, though, is this Omni and the Hellcat nigga here. Now, if y'all don't know who that is, let me explain. The Omni and the Hellcat dude is the nigga that was uh, jailbreaking fire sticks to get niggas free cable, free pay-per-views, all type of shit. He had a program. You could buy it monthly. And uh, $15 a month at the lowest, and you could get free channels, free streaming, all type of shit he had going on. And uh, he made a lot of money doing this, right? And this guy's been in, in shit for some time. He's been in, you know, into different crime rackets, if you will. Even he, he's being sued by Nike, too. He has fake ones as well. You know, we'll throw him in the tub for those. Yeah, Nike is, uh, they laughed at that countersuit, cool car. They laughed at that. They gave, we got to get, get them shits out of here. Time to make a new shoe, dude. If you can't make, well, you know, you know you can't make a new shoe because you would have done it already. If you could, if you could actually make shoes, you would have made a new shoe. You wouldn't have been still, since <laughs> you're still making new colors in that shitty shoe. Anyway, local YouTube star sentenced to five and a half years ordered to forfeit 30 million in large-scale cable piracy case. Woo. Bill Omar Carasquillo, better known to his more than 800,000 online followers as Ami in a Hellcat, pleaded guilty last year to running to, to running one of the most brazen and successful cable piracy schemes ever prosecuted by the U.S. government. As part of his sentence on Tuesday, he was ordered to forfeit more than 30 million in assets, including nearly 6 million in cash. Cars, including Lamborghinis, Porsches, Bentleys, and McLarens, and a portfolio of more than a dozen properties he's amassed across Philadelphia and its suburbs. $30 million is a lot of money, but tangible objects aren't everything, U.S. District Judge Harvey Bartles III said in, an, in announcing the punishment during a hearing in federal court. You have a large following, and there may be people who think if you can get away with it, they can too. Carasquillo, 36, apologized to his family, his employees, and the cable companies he cheated through his businesses, which illegally sold content hijacked from cable boxes to thousands of online subscribers, paying fees as low as $15 a month. I really didn't know the significance of this crime until I was picked up by the FBI at my home, he said. I feel like I let everybody down. But while prosecutors described Carasquillo's crimes, which included counts of conspiracy, copyright infringement, fraud, money laundering, and tax evasion as serious. Much of Tuesday's hearing focused on Carasquillo's remarkable rags to riches story. A product of North Philadelphia, he was raised as, a one, as one of 38 children. His mother was deported and, his, and died of an overdose when he was still a child. His father dealt drugs and trained Carasquillo at age 12 to cook crack cocaine. Okay. So, He's got to go in for five and a half years. Um, crime don't pay. 
I mean, listen, he got to give up a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? That people are like, yo, he got way more money than that. He going to be good. I'm like, nigga, don't nobody want to give their shit back? Give a fuck? You going to take all my cars, all my cribs? Like, I want my shit. That's why I did this. I don't want to give it back. <laughs> but, you know, all that balling, like, this is the thing. This is my problem with black people. We can't just have shit and shut the fuck up. We got to do extra shit to bring attention to ourselves. And then when we get arrested, it's like, well, you know, I know what I did. Was it worth it, nigga? Is it really worth it? Like, you got kids, my nigga. You about to go to jail for five and a half years for doing some shit that you knew you couldn't do forever. Like, you're eventually going to get caught. What did you name a criminal that didn't that never got caught? Name one. You can't name them because them niggas, you don't know them. You ain't going to know they do crime, dickhead. You niggas be wanting to be the most popular criminal. That don't work. You can't be the you can't be posting money, jewelry. You not you don't have the lifestyle to to show that what how you make that money. Y'all niggas want to be rappers so bad. Do you know that rappers borrow and rent jewelry just to so you can influence grown stupid niggas like you to do it for real? You niggas think these motherfuckers is going in the stores and paying three thousand dollars for jeans with 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 their money? So you kids, the kids that watch these older niggas and see all this design, do you know these niggas be having shitty drawers? Do you know these niggas be musty? They come in my store stinking. But he got a Mary shirt, Mary jeans, and then Dior sneakers, but he's musty. These niggas don't, they don't even have nowhere to wash their ass. But everything they wear is designer. Don't fall for that shit. All this shit is fake, bro. I keep telling niggas this internet shit is fake. It's not a real place. It's not. It goes, it go when you turn it off and go to bed, that's reality. The What you're looking at, the four walls, this is your life. Not that shit you post online for the whatever reason to get these little doses of fucking feel good or whatever the fuck it is. Y'all got to stop. Y'all out here deforming y'all bodies. Y'all are depressed over the internet. What the fuck is wrong with people? Now, this nigga got caught because he made himself hot. How are you having all of this shit? Talking about real estate. You have properties, have properties. Where you get the money for these properties? Don't nobody give a fuck about you when you're having properties, nigga. Where did you get the money from to buy all this shit? How, what started you? What do you do? The fuck? Do you, what's wrong with y'all niggas? Y'all think you can just have shit with no proof of how you got it? This is America. Stop being fucking stupid. Do you... Y'all watch mob movies and don't follow none of the rules that the mob... You see in Goodfellas where the niggas hit a lick and niggas started coming up with new cars and fur coats and then you slapping them? Yo, take it back. What the fuck are you doing? They looking for that, idiot. That's the first way to get knocked. You peacocking, bro. You, you just hit, you hit a lick and now you got to let the world know you hit it. The niggas that killed Tentacion have pictures on Facebook with the money they stole from the nigga. Y'all killed him and took his money. Why would you post the money of a nigga you just killed? Why? And now you're sitting in court like, damn, nigga, get that? Oh, yo, what? My nigga. I love being black, but I, I just hate, I, I hate, I, I hate that, that, I don't, man, some of us really don't, don't know what the fuck to do. It's like you you can't, I'm not responsible for the entire behavior of my race, but damn it, y'all make it hard, boy. 
Like I'm, I'm proud to be black, but I am not proud of our behavior in certain instances. And, and, and man, excuse me, we got a lot of work to do. You got a lot of work to do. Well, it's March. They like saving Thomas this weekend. The spring forward. Sun goes down later. Now, that's always a good time in New York. The, the days are long and it feels, just feels, just feels better. You're like, damn, what time is it? 6.30? Damn, the sun is still out, huh? That don't make you feel good? I hate when it get dark early. That shit is so trash. Be dark at 4, 5, 52. Like, what the fuck? It's pitch black nighttime? Damn. Especially when you work a 9 to 5 job. And you get out at five and it's dark already. You're like, man, what? I came in. It was dark. I'm leaving. It's depressing. But anywho, I got some shit I wanted to read to y'all, right? I posted this in my story the other night. Or the other day. And um, it reads as follows. 12 years of internet programming has caused the following. People living outside of their means, trips, sparklers, jewels, and designer. People not happy with their appearance, filters, Photoshop, spray-on hairlines and beards, BBLs, lip injections. More depressions, comparing yourself to others' lives and appearance. More expensive weddings. Shift in job interest, influencers, bartenders, strippers, scammers, stocks, forex, podcasting. Higher divorce-slash-infidelity rate. What's outside has become more interesting. The internet leaves out the regular lives that 99% of the world is living and forces you to compare yourself to the 1%. It might feel like everyone is living better than you because the 1% is about 78 million people that the internet pushes to you versus the 7.7 billion people living regular lives. Now, I want everybody to know that in this life, nobody is born knowing what to do. They're only telling you their experience. I can only give you my experience. I cannot give you the, the, the way to do it. Because what worked for me might not work for you. And vice versa. You know, some people are luckier than others. You cannot compare your life to theirs. You just have to make yours the best you can. Make your life the best it can be. Focus on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to make and make sure your goals are yours. I feel like a lot of niggas be having goals that's like other people's goals. Like, yeah, bro, I'm just trying to get this Benz. Like, why do you want that for real? What makes you want that? What 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 about that Benz makes you want it? Why do you want that not a house? Why do you want that not a family? Like, why do you want that not a dog? Why does that? Why does that particular car? When you can't afford it, means so much to you. Because if you could afford it, you probably wouldn't buy that car. You would probably buy something way less. I know people that can get any car they want, and they won't buy a Benz or a BMW or any car like that. They'll get a fucking Kia. I know, like, I know people that have money that drive a regular ass car every day, and you wouldn't even believe how much money they're worth. So why you drive this car? Because why? Why not? You know. I'll say this, right? In my experience with the others, <laughs> I don't want to make it like racial, but it is. 
when you're around the Caucasian folk, money is like not a conversation. It's more so just the get. It's like it's known. It's not a. Uh, it's not a focus, right? It's not a focus. It's not a. It's not a. You know, it may come up in conversation, but it'll come up in a different way. Um. They, you don't hear them talk about material things as much. Whereas when you chill around black folks, a lot of the things we talk about is what we're trying to purchase. Right? Now, a lot of my white friends, they're, they're sellers. Their, their whole thing is, how, what, when, when can I sell this? Oh, I hope this thing sells. Everything is investments that they speak on. For example, I, deal with, I, talk, I have a lot of reseller friends, right? Most of my refeller friends are white Jewish kids. The way they go about business and the way my black reseller friends go about business is night and day. Whereas the black resellers I know, they won't deal with used shoes. They won't deal with, like, they'll buy, they won't buy the right, they just don't, they don't, they don't buy the right way. Whereas my Jewish friends, they have connections to certain things and they can get things for certain prices and they can move things to certain ways because of their network. And they're just, they're, they're, they're disciplined. And just the way they handle their shit. Maybe because they're not focused on the money, but they are. You know what I mean? They are focused on the money, which is the entire reason that they do it. But it's not, it's like, it's the goal, but it's not, it's not a, the urgency isn't the same. If you know, that's what I'm saying. The black resellers want to sell that shit right now, today. The, the Jew guys I know, they're, they're cool with holding it. They'll hold it. It's cool. I got 15 pairs. I would just hold. I'll get rid of them at once. I'll sell them in bulk orders. They, they, they're cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? The money, it's not immediate pressure because they have that little lump sum to, to hold them. Whereas we come in at a negative and every time we get the money, we spend the money. Not all, but most. I'm black, man. Listen, one thing about us, we love to be fly. And if we ain't fly, we just don't even want to do shit. Like, if, like, ask a black woman. If her hair is not done, she really ain't trying to go no matter what it is. It could be something she really wants to go to. If her hair can't be done by that, before that, if she can't get everything in order, she's not going. Ain't got shit to do with, with the... Uh, Nah, man. We we have to be right. A dude, he can't just go out without a fit. He need a new fit. He need a, he need a, we gotta have a fit. We going out tonight? Who, word? Oh, I need a fit. Nigga have to get dressed. He can't just go in what he got, nigga. These white boys go out. They sneakers be so fucking dirty. <laughs> Jeans old, didn't iron shit. Didn't give a fuck. They got up. Is it clean? Put it on. Let's go. This is why they have money and we don't. We too stupid. We too materialistic. Everything gotta be name brand. Bro, jeans are jeans, bro. Are, are, are you warm? Are you dry? Then, okay, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if your jeans was 1500 Nobody gives a shit. Has it ever gotten you any extra pussy? That's the shit I be wanting to know, too. Why you niggas that don't be getting no bitches want to dress so nice? Huh? Because you knew young, you, you young niggas, 
Y'all don't be having no bitches. Y'all be with gang all day. No, nah, I'm getting this bread. No, y'all not. Y'all don't be making no money. Y'all just tell the truth. Y'all just, y'all, listen, I can't even say what I want to say. Y'all be on y'all little boy, y'all little such shit. Y'all don't be around no bitches, right? Y'all don't be getting no money. So, you got to look at niggas' appearance. You can tell who getting pussy and who ain't. Nigga got sweatpants on all day. He ain't getting no bitches. Unless he got a girl, he ain't getting no bitches. Ain't no way. These girls don't want niggas in sweatpants unless you they, she know you got the bag already. And you niggas don't be having it. Y'all just be regular. Dressing bad. At least look good, nigga. If you're fucked up, at least look. Don't, don't let them see you sweat. Nigga, I might be a little fucked up, but I could pull some fits. We got somewhere to go. I could be all right. I'm all right. We got somewhere to go. I got something. Always. Just have a couple fits in the tuck. But anywho. What else is going on? Oh. Pardon me, pardon me. My daughter's one month today. Well, if you, if you listen, this was out tomorrow. This is out Thursday. So, yes, my daughter just turned one month. I have a one-month-old daughter now. It feels amazing. Um, you know, just fathering. Just, oh, what the Katie out with injury during warm-ups. What the fuck? This doof. That's crazy. Man. All right, so I think I'm going to do a live tonight, y'all. What do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we'll do a live tonight. Hold on. Because I uh, haven't done it in a while. There's a room. I don't know. I haven't been in the mood to do it, but now, but I got some content, sneaker content, actually. These are uh, reimagined Jordan threes. They're coming in fucked up. What's up? Let's talk about that. People are getting their shoes from Nike that hit on the shock drop last week or the week before last. And um, people's pairs are coming with some cement print dark, some light. The cement print a different height. The cement print is all fucked up. I've seen a lot of different... The cement print is a lower cut than it was supposed to be. It's a lot of things going on. We have to see. Who do we blame? Now, at work, when we got our pairs, we had some early pairs. I got mine already. Y'all know I've been wearing my shit about four times already. Um... But um, who do we blame? Like, do we just say fuck it and just wear it anyway? Or do we like, no, get it right? You know, and then the shoe is so damn exclusive. Do you send it back to Nike when they fuck up? Or do you just, <laughs> do you just say, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to make it work. Most niggas going to have to make it work because I'm telling you, 
Don't come to restart looking for no swap, nigga. We're dubbing all of that shit. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Oh, no. We not swapping the 12 for 12. No, 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 no. Bitch, nigga, keep what you got. Okay? Hell no. What the fuck? Trying to set this tripod up, y'all. Pardon me. That Don Tolliver album is fire, too. And I didn't even know. I'm going to get out of here with a sleeper when we leave. And I, before I cut, Eric Bellinger dropped. Didn't know because he dropped on my daughter's birthday. Shout out to Eric Bellinger. He always dropped fire R&B, but he got a new project out. I'm going to play something off that. Man, good R&B for the upcoming spring. I don't know when New York will get their weather together, but. Hopefully soon. We've been there. snowed the other night. It was just 50 degrees. Then it was 30 degrees. Man, all type of shit going on out here. But anyway, let's get to this live here. We're going to see if the live is even working. Instagram been tripping. But let's see. Tried to do live before. They said they couldn't hear me. We're going to try it again and see if they can hear me. If they can't, then the live is clipped and we'll go forward without it. But um, I was going to talk about them Jordan 3s coming with quality problems. My boy Mo called me the other day. He was like, son, what's up with these 3s? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yo, I just got my pair from Nike, and the cement don't match. They, like, they gave me two different shoes. So I'm like, what do you mean? Well, he sent me a picture, and he, he got two different shoes. But they're the same. It's the same shoe, but it's not the same. Look, It don't look the same. Which is fucked up because, you know, people really wanted these bad. And now they're getting them from Nike and they fucked up already. So I don't understand what Nike's going through. I think, I don't know. Kanye must have gotten to their systems and did some shit, made all the shoes fucked up. Who knows? <laughs> but still early in the year. We don't know what else is coming out. Them Amonier 12s are a flop. They're not going to do shit. Just like the ones and the twos. Threes and the fours are the only ones that are worth anything at this point. Um, Angela Simmons took a picture. And I want to I want to say, I want to hope that that wasn't real. I want to hope that wasn't real. Did, did Angela Simmons really take a picture with Cheetos by her pussy and post that to the internet? Did she do that? Because I seen her said from her page. I'm like, no, Angela Simmons wouldn't do that. Why, why, would, why would you now get money bag and then turn corny like this? I don't understand what happened. And I used to like Angela Simmons a lot, but I'm, I'm now I'm, I'm starting to rethink Everything. Because there's a lot of fine women that's weird. And if you like weird, then, then, then more power to you. But weird women have always just been a little off to me. I used to date a weird woman. Didn't like it much. She's a smut bucket from Jump. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know that. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if Angela said I don't know her life. I can't speak on that. But all I know is that she took a picture with Cheetos by a pussy, and it really, really that set us back 10 years. That was bad. Angela, for that, I gotta put you in the tub. You and that Cheeto pussy. How does fucking uh Yo Gotti feel? Like when there's no way he didn't see that and was like, oh, that was fire. He had to lie. Cause y'all at that point in your relationship where you keep it real yet? Cause that's that's a point. You can't really just keep it real off rip right away. You gotta you gotta work to that. <laughs> like at first beginning of the relationship should happy. And it'll stay that way till wait till one of y'all have to keep it real. And then <laughs> most times it's the woman. But in this incident, it's it's up to your God to be like, hey, I ain't gonna lie. That Cheeto shit, I, you know, let's not do this, you know. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm watching Little Baby at Rolling Loud right now. And sorry if I seem distracted. The crowd is not into this nigga. Damn. You know, that there's got to be some documentary about that somewhere. Where, where the baby was one of the top niggas, and then he fucked up, and now he is like, but I don't know what, what is he, what is he up to? Anybody know? He seems to be giving a lot of energy for this show, and the crowd ain't moving. They was doing more for Sweetie. How the fuck is she still getting booked? Have y'all seen Creed 3 yet? A lot of people seen it. I heard it's good. I want to see it, but I, you know, I seen the the first two Creeds was okay. I'm not going to say they was good, and the third was like, I can't wait to see the third. I know I could wait. Because the first two was aight. The first one was probably the best one because it's the first one. And, you know, he, he end up, he's fighting and, you know, and all of this shit. And then the second one is like, all right, so now you know now. And, like, niggas know you are. You're a boxer. Uh, you got to fight the little. You know, they copy the same shit from Rocky. Whatever. You got to fight the strong white boy. All right, he beats him. And this movie, I don't know what, where his son came from. The, the other dude. Jonathan Powers, or whatever his name is, Majors. He got a porno name. <laughs> like, if your last name is Majors or Powers or, or Storm, like, can you do porn? <laughs> what the fuck kind of last name is that? Who last name is Storm? Like, what, what family is that, the Storms? Where the fuck are you from, bro? Yo, did y'all see that documentary about that family from South Carolina? I forget the name right now. But um, very interesting documentary. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. And I wish I remembered the name of it so I could tell y'all. But if somebody is in this live and you could remember the name of that documentary about that family from South Carolina where the father killed his wife and son, tried to kill himself. Do y'all see that? That dude just got life in jail, too. They sentenced him. And they tried to pay his man to kill him, and he fucking lived. <laughs> what the- shot him in the head and everything. 
and he lived, and it was he paid his man to kill him, and he shot him in the head, and he fucking lived. Nigga, how you fuck that up? And then when he let him go to jail, he was like, oh, how did he let me go? Nigga, you fucking fucked up. I'm supposed to be dead. Fuck wrong with you. All right, Instagram is hating. That live was like, first, the first live I did was fine. About 11 people in. The second live I did, it couldn't hear me. By the time y'all hit this podcast, me and Yannick edited all that shit up. The third live that I just did just now that some of y'all may have seen, I was banned on it heavy and people was in and out. Maybe they just fucked my shit up. So I didn't do the live fully this week. So don't, I know y'all going to hear it through the, through the pod. It didn't happen. I tried. Um, yeah. Moving on. It's, it's better when I'm through the pod, like, off live, though, because I can, like, formulate my thoughts a little bit more. Um, so um, I have, was having a debate, as I often do in my DMs, about the current state of men and women. And I know this is an old dead horse that we keep discussing it, but some things have to be addressed. And it's not to change anything. It is just to bring awareness. As men, we have to understand the type of women we deal with. Now, I see a lot of the fellas complaining that women is doing this and women is doing that. We choose who we deal with and who we don't. All these women are not the same. We got to start changing where we meeting these women at. We got to start changing how we engaging with these women. And we got to approach them differently. Now, you got you to just kind of know who you fucking dealing with, man. And I feel like men go after the women that ask for money because those are the easiest. They're outspoken. They're going to tell you what they want. They're they not going to make you wait if you pay in. There's no real work there. You know what I'm saying? But these women aren't the ones to be kept. These are the fun girls. A lot of niggas are getting caught up by the fun bitches and can't afford them. And they're losing their girl because this girl, her, her whole thing is based around who's the most fun. And nigga, if you can't afford her fun no more, you're going to just lose her. That's not the girl for you. You're not even that kind of dude. Y'all got to know y'all speed. I say it start with the men because if these women stop getting their ass kissed, they're going to have to change. They're only doing this shit because it works. So we got to stop letting it work. Oh, I'm saying, you got to pay my bills. And we sit there and say we hate it, but it keeps happening. Why? Somebody's doing this shit. We got to talk to each other. It ain't the women. The women is doing what they can. That's everybody. You do what you can get away with. Oh, I'm going to make this nigga pay for this. Oh, I see what kind of nigga this is. He got to pay for this. Fellas. Y'all, that's not fly. I hope y'all don't know. These women are fucking finessing y'all. These women are finessing y'all. And y'all see that shit. You're tricking if you got it. You think you don't have it no more. She got it now. You know what I mean? It's like the pimps used to say, the best thing you could have is a woman's mind. Fuck her money. If you could have her mind, you could have everything. But you want her money? No, you don't want her money. You want her mind. Y'all niggas just want bitches' bodies. Y'all don't want her mind? Y'all just want to smash and go? And chicks is like, that's cool. Just pay me. <laughs> what the fuck is that? But at the end of the day, how could you be mad at the women if it's working? You know what I mean? It falls back on us, fellas. 
Unfortunately, we are the reason for our own demise. You niggas started getting scamming money and started throwing it around all crazy. And now, these women are entitled and they have every right to be. Because nigga, you go give me what I want or you not go get nothing. That is the decision that they're giving niggas. And a nigga like me would call that bluff and be like, but fuck you then. And I'm just not going to fuck with you. But these niggas got pride and stolen money. They're going to fucking pay because they have to prove a point. And I said this on my story the other day. We are living in a time where only women could ask a man for money. And when he says no, he's now broke. He didn't say he didn't have it. He said no. But, well, if you ain't got it, if you saying no, you to me, you broke. God forbid somebody say no to these bitches, man. I don't have these problems, and I, I see them you know, from my fellas, and I, I feel so bad. And people are like, why are you always talking about it and they say you don't have these problems? Because it's like I'm seeing shit. We're we going to live in a world where there's no relationships anymore. What is black love going to look like in 20 years? It's going to be mixed. Because the black women don't want black men. They don't, they don't seem like it. Y'all talk so much shit about us. We're the only race that, that put our men and women down. And then say, where's the what happened to the black family? Well, you tell me what happened to the black family when you diss the black man in every song, show, movie. When you disrespect the black woman on every video, every song, movie, black man. You know what I mean? We got to uplift each other. We, y'all, women want to be protected by men and men want to be held as kings to the women, but we don't, what do we treat them like? Why would they treat us like kings if we treat them like whatever? You know what I'm saying? And it ain't on the women, it's on us. It starts with us. You, you were saying it's a man's world, but then we want to put all the women to do all the work. No. We got to play our part, man. We got we to gotta be the change we want to see. So, Fellas, when y'all out and about in these streets and y'all talking to these women, y'all got to start being judgmental. Be like, You got to start being judgy. You got to start trying to read the book closed. See these bitches coming and be like, oh no, I know what kind of girl this is. I don't want nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could tell like a, 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 a fucking one of these... uh scavenger chicks from looking at her. She got a wig on, part down the middle, baby hairs all around. Okay, she got Van Cleef bracelets on. I don't want nothing to do with her. Nothing. Look at her. This bitch is a kept bitch. She don't have money. She don't have no money. Her niggas buy her shit. You could see a woman and tell that. You can tell a chick that works for her shit and a chick that works to get her shit. Like, there's a difference. A woman that works for her shit goes to work. A woman that works to get shit, she's fucking niggas for certain things. Oh, this nigga gonna buy me this. This nigga's gonna get me this. This nigga's gonna get me this. They're working niggas. They're working people. Women that work hard for their shit, you barely see them. They're like, well, how do you get to know them? You gotta be around when they're around. You gotta meet these women in real life. They not on the internet playing games, posting themselves scantily clad, trying to bait. No, these women got real-life shit going on. You're going to have to meet them somewhere in real life. That's why I told y'all niggas go to Target. Target is full of grown-ass women. That's where the grown, mature women go. Target. They love Target. Women love Target. 
supermarkets. You go to a fucking a, a, a supermarket on a on a on a freaking let's see. Let's say like a Wednesday evening. That's like a Wednesday at like five, six. Just she just getting off work, getting some little food to cook dinner tonight. You just in there just 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 with a cart walking. Throw some chips or some shit in there. Look like a bachelor. Don't look, don't. And see, I don't, I'm giving away too much, but I, I ain't in this game no more, so I can give y'all the game. When you fucking walking through the supermarket as a man, don't put shit in the supermarket. Don't put in your shit in your cart that look like you got a girl or you cooking for somebody. Put man shit in there. Soap, chips, fucking uh, gallon of water, cheese, regular man shit. Dog food, if you got an animal, you got a, I mean, if you got a pet, put some man shit in there. Don't put fucking crab legs, asparagus. Things got all the good, good cheese in the shit. She's like, oh, who you cooking for? Oh, no, this for me. Oh, you cook? Oh, yeah, you know, I get down. In the back of her head, she don't trust shit you're saying. Because look at your cart. You're lying to her. But you're lying anyway, nigga. You got to lie the right way. Have shit in your cart that look like you would really buy it. A broom. A fucking dustpan. Shit you would really need. Go get Grab shit you need for the crib. Irish spring soap. You don't use it. Just put it in the fucking cart. <laughs> and these women are out and about in these places. These are real women. These are grown women. That's where you find them at. You talk to them. Get to know them. Understand her. Talk on the phone. Niggas love texting. I don't think... And see, this is the era where they ain't gonna get that. Like, the kids don't go... They ain't, they ain't gonna get... You need to talk on the phone before you really know somebody. Or get to know somebody. You gotta talk on the phone. But, um... This day and age, everything's texting. You know why it's texting? Because people could talk to multiple people at once. You can't be on the phone with more than one person at one time, especially when you're trying to do your thing. So texting is great. I would back in my time, I used to take texts as disrespect. I don't want to text you. I want to call you. I want to be the nigga on the phone with you before you go to sleep. That is that's the nigga that's gonna get her. The last person she talked to at night is the nigga that got. I'm telling you. If you if she hang up with you and somebody else can call her and she on the phone with him, you need to reevaluate your place in her life. You need to reevaluate where you stand with her. Because if she getting you off the phone at 8.30, she ain't going to bed, dog. She's waiting for the call from the nigga she going to talk to from 8.30 to fucking 2 a.m. And if you ain't, if it ain't you, huh. <laughs> it's little, this Wiz tells to tell that the girl you fuck with, is, is she's fucking with you. That's one of them. Yeah, we be on the phones like 2, 3 in the morning, every night. Every night? Yeah. Yeah. You fell asleep on FaceTime. Okay, now you cooking. Yeah. Now you cooking with grease. She fell asleep on the FaceTime? Oh, you got it. Was the phone, was the screen blinking when she was asleep? Did you see a lot of fucking sh- screen flashes? Nah, no flashes. Mmm. So she ain't had a text coming down all crazy. She could have shut up shit on D&D, but still, you know, you know how I go. They can do that to select people now. You know what I mean? You got to play the game smart. They can D&D individual people now. So it could be just their text not coming up. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to get into that insecurity side of what relationships are. And I feel like as young men, we are very insecure. We want to know certain dumb shit like, let me see your phone. Why? Like me now, I couldn't imagine looking through my girl's phone. What the fuck if I'm looking through her phone for? I don't want to. But you know how I figured that out? 
by doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking through her phone, but looking through phones before. I looked through my ex-girlfriend's phone before. A hundred percent. My ex-girlfriend I was with, I told this story on the pod. I'm not going to tell it again. Yeah, that's how I knew she was cheating on me. My other ex, I, I, this story I didn't tell. Now, I had one ex, I went through her phone and she was in the phone and she was bragging about me and everything was positive. And then her friend asked her, who was better, him or such and such? And I'm like, wait a minute. That's that she said a name. I knew the name. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. There's no way she's talking about who I think she's talking about. There's no way she's talking about who I think she's talking about. And there's no way this nigga when, 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 now I'm, like, you see what I'm saying? Now I'm in my mind like, okay, if she did fuck with son, the timeline is important. Was it recently? Was it before me? Because if it was before me, I don't care. I didn't even know myself. Y'all kept it between y'all. And the only reason I know is because I looked through the phone, I would have kept it to myself. But because I want to know when, that's what blew me up. So now I'm in the bed. She's asleep right next to me, and I'm dead in her phone. Just looking at it, looking through her pictures. Every picture that she got in there that was naked, I already have. So I'm like, okay, all, all the pictures checked out. She ain't sending nothing to nobody else, as far as I know. You know what I'm saying? I'm checking the deleted files. Ain't nothing in there that's crazy, right? I'm checking the call log. I'm checking through the text histories. Ain't no niggas in there. Okay, cool. I'm looking through the group chats. The group chats talking about Beyonce. That's wonderful. Everything's peachy. So that one conversation with the best friend. Because you know the best friend know all the dirt. And she said, who's better? This guy. Now, she said me. Clearly. Hello. Come on. Are you done? She said me. But it's still, I'm like, all right, I just got to know when. So now I'm laying in the bed with her, and she's laying next to me, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm like quiet. So usually when I'm a morning guy, I wake up in the morning, I'm up. I'm, you know, I got a little energy, I'm all right. So usually, you know, usually in the morning, she's like, oh, God, you up. Oh, go lay back down. You always up. For, you know, I'll be up. This day, I was just chilling, and she got up first, and I'm, I was still up. I wasn't asleep. I'm just up looking at the wall, like, trying to, like, calm down, like, nigga, just leave it alone. In my mind, I'm like, leave it alone, bro. Just go on about your day and have a good day. Why you got to fuck the day up with this shit? And I tell people all the time, life is about choices. I had the choice right there to leave that shit alone or to say, fuck that, press that button. And I pressed the button, and I said, yo, look, I ain't going to lie to you. I went through your phone. What the fuck you went to my phone for? Saying that shit was just there. Anyway, look, fuck all that. You used to fuck with so and so. Oh my god! Now she when she did the deep, the, <sighs> bro. My when I tell you, my heart fell in my ass. I'm like, this bitch about to tell me just. Is she about to tell me she just fucked that nigga recently, while we been dealing? But luckily. For me, it was before, it was years before me and her even became anything. So, you know, of course I didn't take a word for it. And I, I asked my man, like, you know, I, respectfully, yo, bro, you know, I fuck with Shorty now. You know, I, I heard y'all had a thing. Like, no, 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 that was years ago. So he also confirmed that it was before me. 
Yeah. So once, once the homie confirmed it, I believed it. Because he wouldn't. It's my dog. It was one of my dogs. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit that make it crazy. Because on the back end, I didn't even know niggas was laughing at me until that. You know that? I was so blinded by the cheeks. I didn't even know niggas was laughing at me until I seen that, spoke to my man, and was like, son, niggas ain't know how to tell you because you, like, you liked her so much. So niggas just like, fuck it, let him rock. He look happy. But yeah, bro, like, you know, niggas knew. I, I used to fuck with her years ago, though. It was way back, but niggas knew. So then they seen you a shorty. It's like, yo, ain't that, you know what I mean? Like, wasn't that your, you know what I'm saying? He was like, nah, that's my man. He, he good. So I didn't say nothing because I thought you knew and I thought you just ain't care. I'm like, I didn't know. But now that I do know, I don't care. But nigga, you could have told me that. Just, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm glad he didn't tell me that because if he did, I would have never dated her. And then she turned out to be one of the coolest girls I ever dated. So I'm kind of glad he didn't say nothing. And let me have that experience. That was an experience around the time I was in a depression. Even though the bitch added to my shit after we broke up. But she helped. She, she, um, she did something for my, 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 my psyche, my confidence. Just overall, she built me up in that little bit of time I was with her. You know, every in the journey of life, you realize every single person you encounter, you need it in some form of fashion. Whether they were good or bad to you, they lead you to where you are now. So for all my exes that led me to my girl now, I appreciate them for fucking up and not appreciating me. So a girl that, a woman that would appreciate me and love me and be there for me and, you know, and not give up on me and fight for me and everything my girl do for me, I found her because of them. So in life, we got to understand, you got to go through shit to get to shit. And it sucks. Like, we got, like I, have my, I have a daughter. I, I'm pretty sure she's going to date people I don't care for. But what the fuck can I do? What can I do? But, you know, just love her. You know what I'm saying? That don't, I'm never going to turn my back on my child. All I could do is equip her with the information that I want her to have. It's up to her to make the choice to do what's best for her. I can't tell her what's best for her. You know what I mean? I would love for me to be wrong about everything I think when she when it comes to her future endeavors. I'd be like, I would love to be like, oh well, I was wrong about that guy. He turned out to be pretty good. I would prove me wrong. Cause I hate being right. And I be right a lot. Sick of being right. But yeah, um, and whatever. What can we do? You know, but you got to go through shit to, to, you know. How else would you know? Experience is life's best teacher. All our life, we, we, we only know shit that we're told until we start to go out and start to actually experience things. Be like, oh. For example, I was watching Family Guy the other night. And in the episode, it was Stewie realizing that everything Lois told him was a lie. Now, that episode hit home because it's, it's if you really watch it, the real meaning is like, nigga, that's life. The, your entire life until a certain point is lies. Until you start to wake up and say, wait, 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 that's not real. Wait, that's not true. Wait, what the fuck? You understand what I'm saying? You start seeing things for what they are and be like, wait, this doesn't make sense. This shit don't add up. That's not real. What? That's not true. 
and you start looking at shit different. And you start making your own reality. Like, oh, oh, so, oh, shit. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? And when you detach from the society's reality, they, um, people will call you crazy. They tell you you're weird. You live in your own world. Like, yeah, you have to. You have to make your own world in this life. You have to create your own world. So you have to make, first you find your foundation. You find your woman, right? And you build your family from there. You cut off everything outside of that shit. Not saying to cut off your family, but anything that can bring you down, you let it go. Anybody that can pull you backwards, you let that go. Anybody that can hold shit over you to remind you shit of you moved on from, you let that go. And you focus simply on the circle you're creating. That starts with your woman, your queen, your rib. You, you find the best possible woman for yourself. Right? You build with that woman. You begin your family. If she has children, if you have children, y'all come together, the children together. If not, you make your own children. Now you have your circle, right? You got your wife. You have your immediate family, mother, father, brother, sister. Same on her side, mother, father, brother, sister, aunts, uncles, the immediates, the family, the friends as well, if they're still around. But by a certain age, the friends start to fall off into their own world. And you start to understand that, oh, 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 I'm not going to have friends for life because everybody's life is going to change in different ways. I can't prioritize my friends if I have children and family. I'm sorry, bro. I got a wife. I got kids. I know you're having a bad day, but, you know, usually when I'm having a bad day, I go to my wife, my family. You don't have any of that. So I'm supposed to, like, leave my wife and my family to be a shoulder for you because you don't have a family? Understand? Hear what I'm saying. I'm not putting nobody down for not having a family, but what I'm saying is people need to put the priority there. You need to build y'all a family, bro. I didn't know that until now. Until I made a family for myself, I didn't realize how much you need that. As a man, you really need a family. It is very important to have that. To have your one woman, one, just one, your children and your family. All the other shit outside of that is secondary, period, to me. Now, niggas could say whatever else they feel. I'm talking about me. Everything outside of that is secondary. That goes for, that goes for everything. Work, anything. Anything outside of my family is secondary. They come first. They is what matters most. My attention is there. My heart is there. My dedication is there. My money, everything I have is with them. And when you invest in family, you're, you're, you get rewarded with a beautiful life. Like a beautiful, I'm about to go home and have some baked ziti that my girl made earlier. You niggas is going home ordering Uber Eats. I'm going home to cook food. Y'all niggas don't want cooked food? My girl is beautiful. I sleep next to a beautiful woman every night. Y'all don't want that? And this is me saying this, and I used to be a fucking fuckboy. Like, uh, but you understand, when you get these things, how important this shit is, how player, how fun, 
how it, it motivating all of this shit is. If you don't get no motivation from this shit, then you just keep doing what you're doing. I just want to inspire niggas to get off their bullshit and get families. And then we can build together. We can all have family out and yo, let's go get the kids, man. Let's all go to Six Flags, bro. That's fire. That's dope. Yo, let's take a trip, take all the kids to Disney, man. We just gonna go to Cali. We gonna get a big ass house with a bunch of room. We just go chill out in Cali for the week. You know what I'm saying? The parents smoke all the weed. The kids and the parents, the kids and the mothers, they they doing they thug thizzle. We the fathers as we all, y'all you know I mean, and we family. We cooking out. Everybody together, beautiful black. But how the fuck I'm gonna do that if all my niggas still playing? All my niggas still in the street. All my niggas still fucking bitches and running. Like, y'all not focused. Not on the real things. When can I come to your house with a housewarming gift, brother, and bring something for you? When can I bring my dog so they can run around the yard with your dog? When, when can we do that? As men, we got to want that for ourselves. We got to want that for our children. But it's most importantly for ourselves. You can't give nothing to your kids if you ain't giving yourself nothing. You got to get yourself straight first. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. You got to raise your children in the image of you. And if the image of you is fucked up, then you need to fix that shit because they only going to be what they see. What they see at home is the first influence. If they mother is fucking ghetto and loud, the kids going to be that. If the father is loud and aggressive and angry, the kids going to be that. But if the house is warm, the house is loving, the house is freedom, creativity, you know what I'm saying? I let my three-year-old do whatever she want, damn near. Because I, I believe kids should be able to, to, to have fun and express themselves. I don't believe in telling a kid, go sit down, shut up. I don't believe in that. Let them run. Let them scream. Let them do all that shit. Because they can't do They're not going to have that forever. Why am I telling my daughter to stop running and be in the house? She's safe. If she's happy and she's running and she's screaming, all right, you're a little loud. Sometimes I tell her, calm down, keep quiet. But for the most part, she's happy. Let her run. Do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a tyrant. I don't believe in all that keeping your kids under your thumb and all that shit. No, you got to let these kids have their life. They only going to be kids for a little while. We adults all our life, bro. You know how long I've been a grown-ass man? I'm about to be 38 this year, bro. For 20 years, I've been a fucking adult. This shit is exhausting. Because <laughs> ain't nobody to lean on no more. Ain't no, I'm going to just go stay with my mom. I'm, I'm nigga, what? I can't live with my mother. Are you crazy? I haven't lived with my mother since I was 26 years old. This niggas listening to this that still live with their mom and they 30. Can't imagine leaving. Imagine having your own apartment, my nigga. Your own crib. You responsible for every bill, everything you eat. Take away your mother. Your mother ain't buying toilet paper no more. She ain't buying the laundry detergent. You got to buy that. You got to do everything now. You know what I'm saying? You're used to your mom's cleaning, cooking. Ain't no cook food no more. You got to cook. You coming home to a dirty crib because you left it dirty. Ain't no come home, your bed made, your laundry. Nah, it's fucked up how you left it, nigga. Pizza box got crumbs in it. Throw that shit away. You grown now. Everything's on you. It's different. You know what I'm saying? But as men, we have to live that way before we can have a family for real. You got to learn how to live alone. You got to learn how to have that how to create space for yourself when you're in a house full of people. 
Like for me, when I'm home and the kids is all home and everything and it's going toward the end of the night, I roll me up something, I go downstairs and smoke. That's my break. I come upstairs high, I eat, I lay in the bed. If anything else going on, I'm here. I'm here. Today was my day off. Me and my girl chilled today. I watched the baby. She went and ran some errands. You know what I'm saying? Took a nap. I had a good, calm, peaceful day. Went home, walked Gigi, made sure she was straight. Grabbed some more clothes. I'm going back to my girl's side now. Tomorrow, back to work. Right back to the regular shit. Normalcy. My life is very boring, and it's personally made that way. And it's not even boring. It's, this, is, this is what I want. I mean, I guess it's boring to outsiders. I don't party. I don't, but where do you go when you want to eat? Where do I go when I want to eat? I go in the kitchen. What do you mean? I don't, me and my girl don't spend a whole gang of money eating outside. Like We're going to have date nights, but it's going to be, it's not going to be every night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to, you know, we're trying to build. We're building right now. We're in the build process. We're trying to save money. We're trying to move. We're trying to get rooms for these children. Okay, we trying to do things. We trying to get a new whip. We trying to do things. We got goals. You know, and goals are way more fun when you have somebody to help you reach them. That's all I have for this week. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, wonderful weekend. Stay warm. We got to like, you know, it ain't, it ain't spring yet, but we coming. If you're in the east, stay warm. We might get hit with snow or some shit again. You don't know who the fuck knows. Anyway, I'm out. Peace. Did you-